friends, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In. Uh, this is a cozy chat show about all things spooky with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Rich Munster. And uh, today I have brought a topic which is one of my all-time favorite animals and also favorite symbols of Halloween. It's freaking bats. Freaking bats. I would never know about you that you liked bats. I know. Um, so <laughs> you... For, for those who don't know, um, I do have a wall of bat cutouts that stay up all year round in my apartment. And I do also have a tattoo of bats on my leg. Which so. I just learned, like, last night. Penny and I fin finally met in person for the first time last night. And I said, you've got freaking bats on your leg. <laughs> freaking bats. I love my bats. And so before we get into some of the spooky side of bats, I have a few bat facts. Bat facts. Bat facts for you. Um, so these are from Bat Conservation International. Um, bats have been on Earth for more than 50 million years. Does that make them like dinosaurs basically i don't know i don't know how long dinosaurs not, were. but they are very old <laughs> um and there are over 1400 species of bats wow and even though we often associate bats with vampires only three of those drink blood so huh. the vast majority of bats eat insects and fruit and they're actually really helpful pollinators. Yeah. I, you actually, yes, you've told me this once and I'm excited to hear all about it. Yes. Um, so bats are actually one of the primary pollinators of agave, which is what makes tequila. So <laughs> when you have a taco Tuesday and you're enjoying a margarita, you should thank a bat because a bat pollinated that for you. I think that's so odd because uh, Bacardi which is, you know, rum, mm -hmm. uses the bat as their emblem on all yeah. their bottles. And so when you told me that, I was like, oh, that makes sense, because Bacardi. And then I was like, Wait, no, that's <laughs> rum. You would think more tequila companies would be putting bats on their stuff. You would. Um, actually, here in Milwaukee, there is a, a Mexican restaurant called Blue Bat Kitchen in honor of In bats. unrelated news, <laughs> Penny and I will be going to dinner later. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Tag Blue Bat Kitchen. No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so they have like a whole tequila spread and it is in honor of bats pollinating tequila. That's so cool. Do they do any like uh, donations like to bat, bat preservation, I wonder, with those? That'd I'm be cool. I'm not sure they should though because yeah, bats, really cool. bats need our support. Yes, bats and bees. Bats and bees. The bats and the bees. That's the talk I'm going to give my children. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the talk for spooky children. The bats and the bees. Son, I need to talk to you. It's about the bats and the bees. Bats are the only mammal that is capable of true flight. So oh. there are other like sugar yeah. gliders and things and flying squirrels. They but glide, um, but bats they don't flap. actually like flap and they fly. And bats can live for a long ass time. Um, the oldest known wild bat was a Brant's myotis who lived to be 41 years old. Damn, that's a middle-aged bat. Yeah. You think he bought a Corvette? Do you think he had a midlife crisis? <laughs> well, I guess his midlife would have been his 20s. Funny. But yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I guess maybe because of domestic animals, I assume animals just don't yeah. have that long of lifespans usually, but that's incredible. Yeah, and I mean, it definitely like, I feel like small animals don't live a suit, like smaller bats don't have lifespans sure. like that, like but like these like something. big guys, they can live a long time. The, the beefy boys. Yes. <laughs> And even though bats may look like a winged mouse, um, they are actually more closely genetically related to humans than rodents. 
So we could be bats. We are bats. And I'm sure you've seen the uh, the interweb, tra- like not tradition. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm sure you've seen on the internet people like calling them sky puppies. Yes, that's my favorite thing ever that's ever happened on the internet <laughs> because they are just, their faces are so cute they really are uh i oh. definitely i follow a bad account on instagram that does bat butt posts and like i just see their little, their little booties and i always love seeing a little bat booty on my feed okay well if you were listening to this on youtube i will be putting the bat butt account in the description box below because i think we all need bat butt in our life that's amazing uh, heck yes and I'll say most of us probably know that the phrase blind as a bat is a misnomer because bats are not, in fact, blind. They can see as well as humans can. Probably better than both they of us. Can. But <laughs> echolocation um, allows them to detect food in the dark. And according to the Maryland DNR, bats can use echolocation to determine the size, shape, and texture of objects as small as the width of a human hair. Holy heck, that's wild yeah so that's that's incredible isn't it it's them and like uh like whales right that have that echo yeah. like mm-hmm. i think that, that i know of anyway the two only two mammals that have that yeah same those are the ones i'm aware of and that is such a cool superpower really i mean that's literally like the equivalent of being able to I don't know, like see in the dark. I mean, obviously, like you can see in the dark, but like I mean, really, yeah, like, have a full know what's going on yeah, in the dark is very is cool. So cool. And I found out I actually didn't realize that seventy um, percent of bats use echolocation, so they don't all have oh. echolocation. Um, and the rest just use regular old sight and hearing. Just, just regular old. That's just fruit. their their bad eyeballs. <laughs> that that sure do look like food. Yes. Um, but that's enough about real life ecology. We're here to talk about spooky stuff. I mean, uh, I love a good bat lesson, though. I appreciate you bringing all that info to the table. Thank you. I, I, you had shared with me back before we started the pod uh, the, the thing about the tequila. Yes. And I was very, very excited to learn. I've shared that fact with many folks since you told me. <laughs> this is very, very cool. It's good to know. I, I think it's, um, we definitely like as we all, you know, are looking to save the bees these days and think about the importance of pollination. It's important to remember that other critters take care of that too. Doing the damn thing. Yeah. That's, I'm, I really, I didn't ever think of them as being pollinators. So that's really cool info to have. And like you said, to know that they're so important to our ecosystem and that we, I mean, yeah, there's so much conservation for bees right now, which is awesome. I mean, Bees, bats, we have. Bees and bats, we got to cover it. We got to change the pod name. <laughs> the bees and the bats. The bees and the bats. Benny and Mitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want. I would love to see more. Maybe we could uh, link something to this episode to give yeah. to give to a bat conservatory. That'd be cool. That would be very Help good. Bats. Yeah. So obviously, um, bats are very much associated with vampires, thanks to Bram Stoker, who wrote about Dracula transforming into a bat. Um, but bats were actually already kind of associated with death and darkness before they are like Bram came around. I'm sure if you weren't like if you had never seen a bat before and it came flying at you, you'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, they have a presence for sure. They do. And I mean, one of the things that I read about and that really makes sense is obviously in the time before electric lights, nighttime was real dark. <laughs> It was like, it was yeah. so dark and like something just kind of flying out of the night at you would be really scary. 
that is yep i i forget that like people didn't just always you know walk out at night and be able to see things like yeah. it's yeah that would definitely be uh disturbing <laughs> Yeah, and so bats are often thought of as an omen of death or evil in folklore, and some people, some legends say that a bat in the house is a harbinger of the death of a member of the family, Oh, um, which is pretty dark. I mean, to be fair, I also would not like an unexpected bat to be in my house. I would. Um, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't want any, I don't want anything that's alive to be unexpectedly in my house. I do. I love critters. I really do. Maybe not a snake, but like a bat or a mouse. I think they're kind of, I'm just like, oh, you little, you little stinker. <laughs> That's fair. Have you seen um, the video of the Irish family with the bat in their kitchen? No. Oh my God. Um, we will definitely link that slash post it on Instagram because oh, yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. It is just like a, like the son of like a family is like trying to film his dad trying to capture a bat in their kitchen just like and with just so much Irish enthusiasm. Oh my god. It is incredible. We love the Irish. It's that's very good. That's funny. Speaking of, while we're yes. on the topic, uh if you are new here or if you're, you know, I mean everyone's new here cuz we're new here. <laughs> Uh, don't forget to go follow Ghoul's Night in Pod over on Instagram. We'll have a lot of behind the scenes stuff there and a lot of uh, if we have fun things to share that we talk about in the episodes, we'll share them over there. So definitely go give it a follow. And thank you to everybody who's already followed. We yeah, it's so it's so been so great to see people be excited and interested in the podcast. And we're so excited to make it. So yes. thank you for tagging along with us. Woo. And oh, so the other thing, obviously, that makes bats seem spooky is they live in caves. And caves have traditionally been thought of as, like, gateways to the underworld. Sure. Um, so that makes you think of there. And I think about, like, um, the original Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? They have, like, that flock of bats that flies out yes. in the opening sequence. And, like, that definitely, like, in my brain is, like, that is what spooky is. Is yeah. this unexpected flock of bats flying out of a creepy house. What? Do you remember, I'm picturing, like, a, a cartoon from when we were kids, mm -hmm. and someone, like, puts their, like, mouth or something over it, and bats fly out, and they get, like, oh, blown up. I like, yeah, that sounds incredibly familiar. If you know what I'm talking about, please leave a comment, because, yeah. and they, they, like, go, like, up on the flight of bats, and then they, like, land on the like top of the oh no no you know what it is it's, it's emperor's new groove it is emperor's new groove there you go. I'm, I'm like i can picture like the mouth like getting Spanning. big and, it's like... when he gets his his snoot stuck in that little crevice and the bats bring them up after there the bridge collapses that's what i picture with flock well, of bats mitch how did you know that i was about to bring up another children's show oh. animated programming which is the magic school bus um if you recall there was a bat focused episode of the magic school bus that, that i was incredibly into and i'm just gonna say that this is pretty spooky that you brought up emperor's new groove because eartha kit does a voice on that episode oh of gosh. magic school bus because yep um for <laughs> those who haven't seen it or don't remember um it's an episode where all of like the parents are meeting at like a weird old castle thing for some kind of event and all the kids become yes. convinced that their parents are going to turn into vampires i do vaguely and remember that eartha kit vo voices keisha's grandmother oh my gosh ah oh, what a national treasure if you are not familiar with the fact that eartha kit 
who most people I feel like know from her rendition of Santa Baby from Christmas Time, uh, is the voice of Yzma in Emperor's New Groove and has just the most unmistakable yep. voice I have ever, ever heard. I, oh, she's such a, just a precious, precious <laughs> little person. She's a delight. And I very, I very clearly remember like the animated representation of echolocation. Oh, from that yeah. episode where they would show like like, like, things, like ripples. Yeah, yeah, I do. And now that the more you're talking about that, I it's it's all coming back. Uh, but I, I that's not one of the ones that I vividly remember. I remember the digestive system one probably the oh, most. Yeah, that it was, was just I, the worst. Was, but yeah, I, I remember that one, and also the one where there's a crocodile in the bathtub. Oh and my god! Yeah, build a bridge. This is not related to bats. This is just. This is now a magic school bus fan cast. So, <laughs> this is why you listen to a podcast, though, right? <laughs> to 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 shoot the shit with your yeah. your ghoul pals, ghoul friends. <laughs> well, that's delightful. I forgot all about that episode. Yeah, it was very good. Do you have any real life experiences with bats? Not a ton. I mean, my my family, my parents live in a really nice, like, um, like it's pretty wooded. Yeah. And so I remember like seeing bats and stuff as a kid, like them flying in our yard and stuff. But I've never really had any kind of up close experiences with them, which is a bummer. I would like to. I'd like if you're a bat and you'd like to meet me. <laughs> Please reach out on Instagram. There's a submission form <laughs> in the comments below. Yeah, I have never, I have never had an unexpected real like bat encounter in the wild. But there is a really great bat area at the Milwaukee Zoo. Oh, cool! So they have like they have like the um, rodent, it's like small rodents house, sure. and like in the outside they have the daytime section that has like otters and lemurs and tamarins and stuff, and then they have a nighttime section. Where they have all nocturnal um, small mammals, and they have just like a whole like enclosure that is just all bats flying around, and then they have a little one that's all vampire bats, and they all just like hang upside down on the ceiling, so and then what, they fly down and like sip on their little like blood vials. Having seen bats, like are vampire bats? Are they small? These ones were. I'm not okay. sure if they're all small, but these ones were like. Um, I have no sense of measurements. Like three to four inches. Is that okay. what size yeah. this is? I, that's, I guess I picture because you know, like vampire. Like I picture yeah. them being li- really grand and like woo, bad. Yeah. But I'm sure they're not. No, they're just little guys, and they actually. Um, so because I I was a big zoo kid when I was growing up, um, my parents <laughs> put me in zoo classes every summer. So we would just basically do like a day camp at the zoo on different topics. So I got. All sorts of animal facts. And one of the things was when they were talking about um, vampire bats is just like, they really, like, they don't hurt anything. Like, yeah. they're like a cow will have like a small cut and they come and like lap at it. So is it, I wonder, is it like off. actually nourishing to them? Like, is that their food source? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they just eat blood. Hmm. I, I have an interesting tidbit that relates to the vampire bat and like the Bram Stoker mm-hmm. situation. Uh, I read a book recently uh, that is called Dracul, mm-hmm. and it's written by the great grand nephew of Bram Stoker, oh. and it includes a uh, several bits of his original 
um, manuscript or that's yeah, uh, of Dracula okay. that were not published because when Bram Stoker brought this to his publisher, mm-hmm. he said, and I quote, like, this really happened and this is a manual on how to not get got by vampires and the bats that they transform into will like sneak into your life and you won't know um and the publisher at the time was like hey bud we just got out of jack the ripper (laughs) literally they were they were like people are still freaked out about jack the ripper and all these things we cannot cause a frenzy with this so we can't publish it like this and so he took out the parts that were true (laughs) um and they publish it like that so now there's this book where they they've published that as well as some of the uh, basically they've written kind of like a prequel to it and it's it's very interesting uh because i mean i don't know like people believed crazy like such crazy stuff yeah but then there's part of me that's like why would somebody make that up if they didn't you know (laughs) like what if someone really saw someone turn into a bat i i would believe that he met a weird European guy in a castle. Yeah, in a castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and and maybe he, like there were a lot of bats, and he was like, "Oh shit, these bats are watching me." And like these bats are, um, yeah, like a, a harbinger of this this guy and his presence. And um, yeah, good old Brom was fully vested in. Vested. I did not know that. Said vampires for sure. <laughs> 100 percent real. 100% real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's my fun uh, my fun bat fact of the day. That's not even bat related. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's kind of bat related. Well, that's I mean that's kind of the thing is like I am always torn because like I get the need to destigmatize bats because a lot of people are really scared of them and kind of have this like spooky connection and like yeah. real bats are chill and helpful but i also love spooky bats so like i love the symbolism of them as a spooky how have we not talked about the vine we have to talk about the vine. yes (laughs) because i mean i don't even know what there is to say but but uh the it's freaking bats girl yes is probably i think that probably um initiated a lot of people having a lot more like that stuff like in our generation because i think that I don't know. I feel like I'm seeing so much more bat things the last like five, six years. This is true. I do like, I think people are more into bats. I also follow like some bat rescue mm-hmm. um, accounts. And I don't know if you saw, if you're familiar with Wet Jeff. But I don't think I want to be familiar with Wet you Jeff. Do. He's the best. Sound um, like old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was, it was like in the height of like, rough times last summer mm-hmm. and this um bat researcher rescued this bat who she found who was all wet and she oh. named him jeff and she posted just like so many oh, like so wet jeff is a bat wet jeff is a bat i thought wet jeff no. was a person wet i said jeff i don't want bat. anything to do with wet just jeff. a picture of him just like yelling because he was just like i'm wet and he was so sweet and i loved him and she, she like you know nursed him back to help oh. with mealworms and things and then set him set him back out but sometimes when i'm sad i just go back and i look at, at what jeff and i i relate sometimes i feel like i just want to lie there and yell so we are all wet jeff <laughs> that's i 
I had not ever seen that. This is, I'm learning so much today. I'm learning about Wet Jeff. I'm learning about tequila. They're really the life skills you need to get yeah. through, your, <laughs> through your day. Things you need for everyday life. <laughs> um, I think those were all of my bat facts. Um, but I think that like a silhouette of a bat is just always going to be like one of my favorite symbolism symbolism yeah. symbols of well, it's gothic and Halloween. Because the like the this bat silhouette, like if you look at a bat, they don't really quite look like that yeah and so i'm i'm fascinated by kind of the uh the progression of how we got to this very quintessential bat image i think a lot do you think it has to do with batman how do you feel about batman (laughs) um i i'm okay i'm chill with batman but i do also like i do feel a lot of times like sometimes i see stuff and i'm like this is a batman bat this is not like a like a this bat, is not a, halloween bat. This is not a halloween bat and i'm like i don't want i don't want anything that has a batman bruce <laughs> get out of like get you, out of my halloween bruce exactly like you can do your thing but i don't need you that's i feel like batman kind of i don't want him to be associated with bats I'm, I'm mad about that whole situation. What about your superpower has anything to do with bats? Doesn't. Do you use echolocation? No. 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 Are you, well, I was going to say, are you surviving off blood, but a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> are you eating fruit? Well, no. that's the weird thing where, okay, um, call me out, fake nerd girl. I don't know a lot about, like, comics Batman, but at least in, like, a lot of like movie versions it's like oh he's a bat because bats are scary yeah. and he wants to be scary and i'm like bats aren't scary my dude like you're i haven't met a single rich bat either no <laughs> i haven't met any millionaire bats that use their powers to fight crime no, bats are all very humble creatures <laughs> living in like what jeff in the, in the single, his little single family bat home <laughs> That's going to be the uh, the pull away from this episode, a single family bat home. Oh, that is another thing um, for people who want to know what they can do um, to help bats. Um, obviously, there are bat conservation organizations and stuff, um, but you can also build a bat house. Um, yeah. Yes, which is super fun. Um, bats need places that are safe that they can sleep during the day. Um, so if you live somewhere that you have room, um, you can definitely make a bat house. Um, there are instructions and stuff online, or I know I've seen different places having like workshops where they build back houses. Um, That's cool. But it's nice to provide yeah, them wow, a little nocturnal. safe spot. Yep. Nocturnal. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I, I like, I can't imagine <laughs> like what, what it would be like to just not be awake during the day. That's that's all. That's where my brain went. I'm like, wow, yeah, they are. They they do sleep during the wild. night. Wow. Nature. It would be very wild. That is one of my um one of my um travel goals is I would love to go to Austin to see the bats fly. Oh, uh like the, bridge. the the bridge. Yeah. Uh yeah, the ghoulmates actually. Um if y'all aren't familiar with Mandy and Rudy from the Ghoulmates, um they're they, they used to be a podcast and they've actually recently shut down their podcast and are all on YouTube now. But they have a whole vlog um of going to see the bats. Um so it's this bridge where uh these bats every year tend to nest and um have their babies and let their babies kind of stay there until they're ready to take to the skies. Um, and 
yeah, they 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 got footage of that. It's very very cool. I'll link their video below so you can check that out. Um, also, they're adorable, so you should subscribe to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I forgot about that. That's a really cool thing that I I, I feel like that would be so majestic to yes. to behold just a bajillion bats flying out and little little baby bats. Well, yeah, tiny, tiny bats. Just a zillion bats, just like. That was a good. That was a good bat sound effect. Thank you. We'll see if the mic picked that up. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need sound editing. Penny's going to be doing all of yeah. our sound effects here in studio. DIY sound effects. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your bat facts with me. I really, I am realizing I didn't know a whole lot about them. So I'm glad. As much as I love them, I didn't know a lot. So I feel educated. And I hope you all do too. There you go. The more you know yeah. about bats. Star across here. <laughs> But like it's a bat with a little yes. out of its bat butt. Oh, I would love that. I will be spending way too many hours making that graphic now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us and listening about all of our batty fun times. Uh, as we said before, um, if you like the podcast, you can follow us um, on Instagram at Ghouls Night in Pod. Um, please do rate and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. And if you are looking for me, you can find me at Penny Snark. You can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And thank you so much and have a spooky day. Bye.